Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with film publicist Peter Schilling. Hi, Peter. Good morning, Emily. So I think you're just going to kind of surprise me today. What's Because uh, normally we would talk yes. about theater stuff, and two weeks ago we couldn't, and this week we can't. So, uh, so what, do we, what do we got going on? Well, we're still watching, you know, movies at home. Yes, we uh, the, are. <laughs> uh, the extension has continued, so um, there's a lot out there. And um, you can support your favorite theaters by watching stuff at home at times. Um, what I'm excited about right now is the Trilon. Um, Trilon Cinema, if you go to trilon.org, they have partnered. Um, this is actually something that I believe is, uh, I don't know, it's starting now. Um that's the world of Wong Kar Wai. Um, he's a Hong Kong filmmaker who um, perhaps is most notable for a movie called In the Mood for Love, which is this lush, gorgeous romance um, about two people who believe their spouses are having affairs and they meet and talk in this hotel. Um, I can't remember how they, they end up um, meeting. Um, Right away when this movie came out, people were just blown away by it. It regularly is on the list of the best movies of this century already. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. My, as a matter of fact, last week when I spoke of um, the Film Society programmer, Kathy Smith, mm-hmm. I think In the Mood for Love, if it's not her favorite movie of all time, it's one of her favorites. Oh, wow. And um, his movies are just fascinating. They're slower, but they kind of have this like beautiful kind of old school romance to them um just people are oftentimes like in this movie they're dressed almost like in 30s outfits and it's just a really it's a really amazing movie and you can um experience seven of his movies um they've been restored and um these were originally supposed to play um in theaters and um i think because we don't know when all the theaters are coming back um, the company that has um, redone them, has restored them, is making them available um, on streaming. And so theaters, what they're doing is they're giving them to theaters so that people can stream them while supporting the independent theater that they like. So in this case, oh, nice. um, if you go to trilon.org, there's a there's a thing to click on right there that you can see. And um, it's a way that the, the trilon splits the tickets um, with the company, which is kind of what they would be doing anyway if they're showing it in the in the theater, but um, it's something really nice for December and uh, January. And I believe, I think that you can watch all seven of the movies immediately. Should you decide you want to do that, or you can watch them kind of in the order that the Trilon would have done them in. And then on the Trilon's um, blog, which is available through their website, they're going to kind of analyze and talk about um, the films over the next the course of the next seven weeks. So Okay. So um, remind us of the name of the director again. It's Wong Kar Wai. Okay. And a and Hong Kong director? Called Hong Kong director and uh yeah, just an amazing, um, really amazing filmmaker. And his movies are sometimes hard to see. So there's going to be I'm if I I could be wrong on this, but I'm guessing of these seven films there are probably a few that were unavailable to stream. Um, mm. up to this point and at oh, the very neat. least they're the ones that have been available because in the mood for love's always been available um these are going to be lush um restorations that are just gonna you know hopefully you've got a good tv and they'll just the colors and stuff will just pop neat. so so that's at trilon.org yes, that's a trilon.org and then our friends over at the walker art center 
Um, yes. I asked Deb Girdwood, who uh, works there. She's one of the programmers there. Um, what she would recommend, and they are recommending, they have um, the holiday season. One of their traditions is the British Arrow Awards, yes, um, which are the advertisements from British. So this kind of suits uh, your Anglophile community, people who love British culture. And then, um, you know, the Twin Cities, for whatever reason, is one of the major advertising towns in this country so there's like new york chicago la and us um i have a few friends that are into advertising that's their that's their gig yeah and so these things sell out um regularly i mean they have tons and tons of um uh shows of these and they people just they make a production out of it they go to dinner they get dressed up they go see these things and so this year they're streaming the greatest hits of them so years of um the British Air Awards, and you can go to uh, walkerart.org and uh, you click on it and buy your ticket, and then you get to watch these these crazy awards make an evening of the. Um, I mean, I'm looking at a little trailer, and they they go back from it looks like the 60s or somewhere in black oh, wow. and white. And they're all very. There's one with a bear karate chopping a man at one point. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, <laughs> these are things. television commercials from the UK, right? I mean, this is I exactly mean, every year the Arrow Awards is uh, kind of a best of collection, and people love to go see that. Right. So they're not doing that at all this year they're just offering this kind of retrospective from years past is that what i'm getting right because i think if i had to guess they're probably their reasoning was like well you know let's not do the year's ads like who knows maybe there were fewer ads this year because of the Mm -hmm. pandemic and all that so let's have an at-home screening you know they can't they're not going to be open so they um, have this thing and you can pay and watch all these things and their ads and their public service announcements. So they're kind of fascinating oh, yeah. because okay. they're funny, but they're also, there's some that are also really moving within them. So they, mm. it's a usually a nice mix mm-hmm. of emotional responses, um, that they curate each year. So, um, I think people will be, if you love the British arrows, this is going to be something that you would want to, cause you can't, you literally, I don't think there's no place to stream this. There's, I don't, there's no such thing online with British arrows streaming watch okay. these things so if yeah. you go if you want to experience this um you'll need to experience it at home and you'll need to go to walkerart.org in order to do it wow so, and then go. and then uh, uh again the the trilon series is happening right now so if people go right now to trilon.org they can watch these films that is correct okay yes great yep well yep. what and, else do you um, want to add yeah well uh I'll add one more. I know that I'll give two more, one of my favorites. And then the director of the Trilon, I asked him for his, his, and aside from the one that that supports the Trilon, he is also watching executive decision with uh, Steven Seagal, an airplane thriller with, uh, (laughs) so if you want something (laughs) utterly, I went and looked at the trailer, which is pixelated and awful, but it's, it kind of sums up this whole thing. Um, It's got um, I can't think of his name right now. Who's the Who's the husband of Goldie Hawn? Oh, Kurt um, Russell. Kurt Russell, but they're not Kurt married. Russell. But yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Uh, Kurt Russell, and he's not Goldie Hawn. Is not in it. He is yeah. some commando of sorts. Steven Seagal is some commando of sorts, and someone has hijacked a plane, and it's filled with nerve gas that will kill all of the Eastern Seaboard. Yes. So they have to get on the plane somehow and then stop these terrorists. Okay. Merry Christmas. There yes. you go. <laughs> that? Thank what, you, Barry. That's what Barry Krishka is yeah. watching right now. <laughs>
<laughs> and you? And me. So um, I'm going to turn to a holiday movie. Um, the one that Janice, my wife, Janice and I always make chocolates every year. And we watch a film called Christmas in Connecticut, which okay. we love. And uh, um, it's a kind of a cooking and Christmas film. So it's the story of Barbara Stanwyck, who's this was going to play at the Trilon, but um, unfortunately, the pandemic, uh, what this is supposed to play this month, but then it fell through because of everything. Okay. And uh, Barbara Stanwyck is a columnist for a women's magazine in the 1940s. And she writes about cooking, except she cannot cook. <laughs> and yet her publisher, she has this persona where she's married, has a kid and lives in a Connecticut farm and can cook. And due to a series of events, she has to pretend to be all of those things in real life for her overbearing publisher and a sailor who's back from World War II. Um, <laughs> and it culminates with one of my favorite character actors named Cuddle Sakal. He's kind of an overweight goofball from Hungary. And uh, he always used to clap his hands to his face and goes, oh, um, <laughs> And so the the tagline is, she can't cook, but what a woman. And uh, so she really is, because Barbara Stanwyck is is awesome. And she's really great in it. Uh, Dennis Morgan is great in it. Um, Sydney Greenstreet, who plays the fat man in uh, The Maltese Falcon, is the publisher. And he's really great. And it's one of those movies that the sets are really warm and inviting. And it's filmed in the 1940s during World War II. And so it's got this kind of like just beautiful sheen to it. Everyone smokes too much. Um, the food they're cooking sounds atrocious by today's standards, but <laughs> it's a wonderful cooking and Christmas movie. So if you're looking for something fun, Christmas in Connecticut streams everywhere. Amazing. Peter Schilling, film publicist, with some absolutely wonderful suggestions to get you through the holiday season online. <laughs> Peter, thank you so much, as always, for your time. You're welcome, Emily.